Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to interview Jennifer Bowers. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for being here. Thank you so much, Jessica. I'm so happy to be here. Here we go. I love this. I love being able to see you and connect with you because we're stuck in our homes right now. Here in Kansas, we have a shelter in place. Um, And in so much of our country, it's like that right now. So Jennifer, can you tell me a little bit about your family and what you are experiencing right now in your home? Well, how it started um, (laughs) and how it is today seems to be a different story because I had Mary Poppins visions (laughs) and um, I'm doing it mostly, but I also have a husband who is officing from home mostly too. So add that to the mix and Uh, it's a little bit of a clown car in here. Yes. It's good. Um, You know, the first official day was yesterday, but then the week before that we tried to do some things, which ended up being 75% of making a lot of slime. Oh, I am um, so some sick. art stuff, some home things, learning some cooking stuff. But then when we got the real curriculum, um, and I had to put them in sort of separate corners awesome. and ensure that they were getting it done. They they did fine. Um, well, they're doing fine with that. But then they want to ask for their phones back. They want nineteen snacks. Um, <laughs> yes. It, it's like, do you get nineteen snacks at school? Is the kitchen open the whole day? You know, and so then I become sort of the bad guy um, in that. And then I got to go back to my love and logic roots, which I'm a huge advocate of. Yes. And that helps us to remember that their bad choice is the bad guy. And I kind of wish I had flashcards in front of me for the love and logic stuff because I really just want to go, which I'm not supposed to do. (laughs) I love you too much to argue. That's my favorite line. Yes. And you know what? It works on adults too. It does. It does. Yes. But it's like you are giving people permission to know that they are loved. And so you, they are seen, but that you make other, other choices. I love that. I love that you're a love and logic gal. I'm a huge one. And I'm, and I, um, and I am kind of an annoying advocate for it, but I do think that even though I've pushed, I have had people come back and say, I did buy love and logic for kids. There's even a love and logic for teens, which I got to use a couple times on my older kids and it was effective. Okay, good. good. Oh, I'll put that in the notes too. I'm plugging, I'm, I'm plugging Jim Faye's stuff instead of my own right now. Do you like that? <laughs> Love that. We'll it's okay. We all need to support each other. We all do. We all need all the help and love yeah. and the logic we can get right now. Right. Yeah. So you have, tell me about your family. You have Five kids plus five kids. Yes, which of uh, two of which are not kids anymore, but they're still my kids. You know, uh, five. They range from twenty-five to five. So, uh, and then I have a bonus daughter. I got remarried in December, Yay! and that's yes. awesome and amazing. He's a great guy with a great daughter. 
And so um, if you include my son's wife, my daughter's boyfriend, um, there's 10 of us. That yeah. is incredible. So you have yeah. a full house, a busy house. Well, just four live at home. Um, but oh, yes, have one but it's pretty darn busy. It's pretty loud. It's pretty crazy. Um, you know, my husband and his daughter uh, came into our lives and they have had a, had to have an adjustment because because it's, like, sure. it's five, it. five kids that's loud it's just the volume level four kids well four kids oh four kids yeah. yes yes four, four at home but two are out so yeah four kids which my son my youngest makes up for two because he's truly the loudest human on earth I'm sure of it five when you're five but I, I think it's because he has to talk above everybody but we talk about volume control he's at 11 a lot yes. you know yes we have the, we have, we actually in our house have the volume controls, not only for my children, but for me too, because my volume is always loud. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, so, and, and so I, I raise my voice a lot and they get, that can get confused with yelling. I get told, you know, don't yell. I'm like, you'll know when I'm yelling. This is raising my voice. You'll know when I'm yelling. Yes. That is, my son will say, don't use your therapy voice on me because I'm a, therapist and I'm like you can oh, love it. therapy voice or mean mom voice like that's all I have right now so you pick there's and no I'm, gray area there is no gray area okay yes. so tell me um so can you talk a little bit about what you did previous to this and then the new initiative yeah. and work that yeah. you started yes so uh I my background is in education I was a preschool teacher I went to school, I, I kind of shifted gears after I got um, my certification for pre-K uh, through the state. I did um, kind of a, it's called a CDA, which is a child care advocate or associate yes. issue yes. thing. Um, that was a long time ago. But in the middle of that, I started going to school because I decided I want to do elementary ed. And then um, while I was in school, I started subbing and I fell in love with high schoolers because they placed you sometimes with that. And I said, this is it. I want to do secondary ed English. And I've always been really drawn to the written word. Um, a creative writing was a huge one. I started doing it as long, as long as I can remember, I've been writing something or other um, as long as I can remember. And so anyway, I went to school, um, I changed and started going for secondary ed um, education, loved it, went through a divorce. And at that time, um, I kind of had to go to back to work full time <clears throat> and had to put a little pin in my education plan. So now I'm sitting as yep. a junior. So in the years after that, I picked up photography and um, I saw that I had a knack for it. Um, I did <clears throat> lots of different things as far as um, um, weddings, family, but boudoir and and, um, and, and weddings kind of became my thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so I still love it and I, and I still do it, but not like I used to just because, um, our family dichotomy is such where I'm kind of the one who's home and, and Aaron's kind of the one who is working. And now more than ever, that's important that I have that role. But in the midst of the photography thing, I also started to do some side work, like cleaning, cleaning houses and, things like that. And, um, obviously that's all changed because we're not allowed in anyone's homes. So, um, but I'm, I'm blessed in the way that I'm able to do this for my kids and that he's sort of the one who's 
kind of uh, keeping the boat afloat for yeah. us. And by the grace of God, we still have that going on. Uh, we'll see how long that, that lasts, but it's still, they're still tightening things up. So, so long story short, I'm home and I really started to look at myself going, I can't just be their mom. I can't just be his wife. I have to be something more because, um, I'm not feeling fulfilled. And I know that sort of sounds whiny because I I should be fulfilled enough, but my gosh, when you're a creator, like I am, um, that had to be filled. And I've been kind of playing with the idea of writing for a long time. I've written and thrown away easily 50 books or 50 starts to something. Absolutely. And then when I got that um, call from the district saying, parents, uh, we we have something to tell you, school's done. Something inside of me went, I have to talk about this because I think that, I mean, I'm not a perfect parent by any stretch of the imagination, but I am a different parent today than I was 20 years ago. And through what I have learned and what I have learned to let go and what I've learned to uh, tighten up on, I've seen that I've I've got a, I found this balance between rigidity and, Mm -hmm. and, and I guess, softiness. That's a word. Softiness. Now it's a word. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so, and I'm not always very good at, I think the jury's still up for my family and close friends of whether I'm too rigid or too not, but um, but I, I knew that we had to give ourselves permission to, um, not freak out about this oh. and to be able to take it one day at a time and to be able to say, okay, I'm going to gauge the feelings of my child more than the standard set for them, for the, you know, that, that this expectation that's on them balanced with the schedule that's not going to make um, you be a doormat, you know? So that's sort of what I'm, I'm doing. And it's kind of, we're learning together. I'm not going out and writing this, this blog. If I hadn't mentioned that I started this blog through this time. Yeah. I mean, like if I had mentioned the name, it's that I have to write it down because sort of new and M and Mrs. M dot home dot blog. So it's Mrs. Mom, because that's not original. But if you want to find it, I've been working on it. And, And Anyway, so that is how that kind of happened. And as I write and as I do it, um, I'm finding that I'm learning a lot, even oh. what I wanted to write. And then I read some things. I'm like, gosh, that's, that's terrible advice, you know, because that doesn't even apply to right now. So I did some more research. I did some more learning. I talked to some people. I spend a lot of time uh, really focusing on what other people no, not just me because I said, oh, yeah, I've been a mom for 20 years. Sure, I know everything there is to know. And that's just baloney. But you know a lot. That- but I do know a lot. Yes. I do know a lot. I do. And I, and I do know that kids right now um, are having the same stressors that we are manifested in different ways. My kids aren't sleeping great. Sometimes they're sleeping great. Sometimes they're not. Um, they have worry that they've never faced before that none of us have ever faced before. And so giving them grace to get through this and to, for us to be their soft place to fall is totally what has to happen right now. Right. Absolutely. It's so, 
important and understanding for them that that, that anxiety or that worry or just that disorientation that comes from changes in schedule. Yeah. It might look like anger. It might look like yeah. anxiety. We just need to, to be present for, for them and to help them through this. Well, I read that this is the morning that we're all going through, you know, and, and, and it's a morning of our, I guess, former life. If yeah. anything, kids are immune to that. They have, they are mourning it. Well, these kids, my fifth grader who's leaving grade school didn't get to say goodbye, you know, and she's been such a toughie through it, but you can see there's been a couple of times where she, you can see she's, she's pretty crushed yeah. and we need to allow them to just be kind of ticked off about this for a while. I love that. Jennifer. Do you have any other tips for moms as well who are processing they're going through stages of grief as well right we're all feeling all the feelings so what do you say to moms out there who might be anxious as well and they see the color-coded schedules on social media that some people are yeah and trust me I try to start my own but man that that is just setting yourself up for failure if you have to I think that some people can function that way and they must function that way. And that is okay with them. Yes. But because of the, um, uh, Sarah Yost, uh, we mentioned, talked about her earlier and she is an awesome coach, you know, uh, as well, but she's the one who turned me on to the one thing, uh, book. And that's taught me that, you know, just focus on the one thing. Don't, don't be like so many businesses that thrive they're not making ginormous to-do lists and we're not giving it to our kids. So um, Absolutely. I, think, I think that that can, you know, filter over into our children too. Um, but essentially making sure that your, your to-do list is not so vast that it's attainable, that you're not frustrating yourself that, so that you're basically a, a master of a, a lot of, a master of, or what is a Jack of all trains, master of none kind of thing. It's so true. Yeah. <clears throat> And so if we give these kids this overwhelming schedule that they look at every morning, they're like, well, I mean, um, the model that they have for schools, I don't even think is that great. You know, when it comes to them looking at their agenda and going, Oh, I mean, so absolutely kind of in a way the kind of what somebody called it, the reset that childhood has needed. And oh, my goodness. Yes. I, yep. I hope that this, um, encourages the educational system to reevaluate the way that we do our eight to three or eight to four. I mean, it's just, there, there's such opportunity here to really yeah. focus in on what our kids need versus what we have always done before. Well, sure. And, and, and it doesn't mean that their, that their way is wrong. It just means that it needs to allow for more individuality. I think, I don't think Montessori is the worst idea sometimes when, when these kids are just kind of self-paced, self-taught, because there are some kids, there's one of my children absolutely loves and needs that kind of structure. Actually, a couple of them need that. There's one that I need to just sort of gauge how, how it goes for them day by day. Yes. Uh, and, and it's all a matter of the individual, but we start our days by just a little bit of slowness, a little bit of waking up, a little bit of time. Maybe they need a little bit of media time. And then it's time to just do some work. And it's not like you're going to sit down and you're going to do this for an hour and a half or the 90 minute minimum. And I don't want to see you lift your head from that computer. And then after that, we're going to have this, 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 this. No, 
it doesn't go that way. It is get it done. And they get excited about that uh, sense of accomplishment. I kind of feel like a big kid, you know, right now doing some of this, but then let's have a break. Let's have a talk. Let's stretch out. Let's go through the ball. Let's come back to it later. Um, and, and I kind of see the merits of those who homeschool and how, um, how they seem to have some pretty kind of well-rounded kids, yeah. you know? No, this is it. I, I, ag- I agree. It's, it's so fascinating to see this process over the weeks coming, the months yeah. maybe ahead. Yeah. And yeah. Really so. to recognize that there is so much that we have. The world is our oyster right now as well. Cool. And, and it's really bonding families. I mean, I feel like my family's been more bonded. You know, we take it for granted. I can't even see my parents and they're going to, you know, do a drive-by. I, I hear rumors they're doing a drive-by cookie drop-off for my kids tonight. That um, is adorable. So we're going to greet them with a little sign because I really, I feel really strongly about keeping distant from them right now for their safety. But, um, but it's really just showing us to appreciate one another. I see my kids working together. They're wanting to know some life skills like for cooking. I, I don't know about you but I've probably loaded and unloaded my dishwasher 19 times. <laughs> no, we should have kept a tally. No, we don't want to keep a tally. That'd be, dr- it would be, well, I've never but, cooked this much. Have you? I mean, like, what? I, I do, I do cook. I cook quite a bit, but we also, you know, go like run to a local pizza joint or we'll go eat. Like there's a lot of things that we we've done. Um, I'll do a quick, I'm tired. Can you pick something? You know, and it's not like we're not supporting local. We're just doing some of that. Yes. But I have an immunocompromised son. Um, Liam's got pretty severe asthma. Yes. And so I've been kind of sticking around here. And, um, and, and we really don't let anyone but except who lives here yep. in the house. We're really, really being strict about it. Um, and so I kind of get even nervous about some of the FaceTime with picking up, you know, to-go food, which I know we need to support local, but that That's- still makes me a little bit nervous with his you know, asthma. And they say, you know, uh, my husband owns a a food company. So they, we are still supporting um, that to go, but we get it. We, we take it out of the container, throw the container, wash it. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's such a process. Like, yeah. And it needs to happen. I mean, they need to be supported. They're not, they have to be supported. Oh my goodness. But, and it, but what I'm loving is not just in my family, but in the community, the cool stuff that I'm seeing, like, Hey, we'll deliver for you or Hey, come over here. And, and I love, and if you'll scroll through Facebook, you're not seeing a lot of negativity. You're seeing a lot of kindness and a lot of community. And we are, um, we, I live in college Hill in Wichita. And, and that's where I grew up. My parents are in college Hill. Yeah. Happy. But, you are outside and everybody talks six feet away or across the street from you. I mean, yes. it, it, it's always been a welcoming place, but yes. right now more than ever, I'm seeing such goodness and kindness. Oh my gosh. You have people playing music on their porch. My cousin posted a video. She's in College Hill too. And she posted a video of somebody playing on their porch and um, I, I've been seeing so many people just showing their creativity and, uh, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by it. I think it's probably a stretch to say it, but I'm kind of grateful for COVID-19 in a way, you yes. know, 
I have a little gratitude for it because it's really just made us bring out the best of ourselves. Absolutely. And I always say that gratitude and finding the good in every situation is, is rewiring our brain away from negativity and towards positive, like positive feelings and experiences. And so finding those good things. I love that so much. Okay. So I'm mindful of the time. I hate this time constraint. Well, that's good. Because I never I don't even know what around. day it is. Just kidding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so can you tell me, can you tell the name of your um blog, Mrs. Yeah. M. Mrs. M. Mrs. M. Well, Mrs. Mom is the blog, but is Mrs. M. Wait, I wrote it down so I didn't get it wrong. Mrs. M.home.blog. Okay, awesome. And then yes. they can also find you on Facebook at Jennifer. Yes. Yeah, Jennifer. It might be under Jennifer Shea Bowers, but I'm working on my website soon. So if you want to find me, message me there. Any questions, any insight, anything you'd like me to add to the blog, um, anything. I, you know, a connectivity right now would be super because my best buddies right now are all under 11. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's always, I call my coworkers who are sassy and not always where I think they're going to be. Oh yeah. There's the office snitch. I got one of those <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Nobody likes the office snitch sometimes. No you one know. likes the office snitch. Yeah. There's I, a, yeah no, it's been well, fun. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time. And yeah. I will also put your information in the notes under. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for anything. And um, I have a lot of story to tell, oh. uh, and I, lo- I have a lot to share, so I'm excited for this journey. I'm excited that you let me be part of yours. Oh, I'm you. so grateful. I just want everyone to see that we are united as moms. We're all yeah. trying to help each other and do the best and give grace to ourselves and grace to others, so I'm so grateful to you for this time. I'm grateful to you, too. I can't wait to talk to you again, girl. Okay, I'm going to turn off.